They should place the Keteris on the fire which is already in the Kadesh Kedashim in front of Hashem, which teaches us that the din is that you can't prepare the Keteris outside of the Kadesh Kedashim and place it onto the coals which are in the shovel and then bring it into the Kadesh Kedashim. But you bring the Keteris into the Kadesh Kedashim and then you pour the Keteris onto the fire, onto the coals. And against what the Tzadukim say, because they say, that you actually prepare it outside in the Kaddish and then you bring it into Kaddish Kedashim. My Darashim, what was that drasha? Because we know that Sadukim always had a drasha and some sort of Yisoyed or Makar for what they learned, even though they were literalists. Kibana and Erela Kapparis. The Pusik says, because through a cloud of smoke that already is there, that's when I'll appear in the Kapparis, which means that you have to prepare it outside and then bring it into the Kaddish Kedashim. So I'm going to come to back to Sadukim, it already says in the Pusik, as we said before, they have to place the Kedoshim on the fire that's already Lofnei Hashem in the Kedosh Kedoshim. So the Gemara says, Why does the Pesach say, Keep on in They learn from here that you have to place in the Kedoshim this ingredient and this herb called the Mala Oshim. And this herb called the Mala Oshim caused that the pillar of smoke should rise like a stick and go straight up and not dissipate. And the Gemara seems to be asking the same question again and we'll see in the Gemara what this means but right now, it seems to be the same question that how do you know that you place Milo Ashen into Kedosh? Shinem, it says in the Pesach, the Chisah Anana Kedosh is a Kedosh. Matter of fact, it says Anana Kedosh, they have to have the smoke of the Kedosh. Therefore, you see, they have to put it in something which is an ingredient that causes it to smoke up properly. The Gemara says, If you don't place in this ingredient and this herb called Milo Ashen, or you take out one of the other 11 different Kedosh or different spices that you place in the Kedosh, as the Pesach says, at the end of the Pesach, V'loyomus, Mashma, that if you don't do it properly, there will be a Chiyah Misa B'day Shemayim. Fert Gemara, V'tepeklei, the Kamayim B'yirikonis. Why do you have to say that you can be Chiyah Misa? Because you didn't do the actual Kateris properly, you didn't add in all the ingredients, but we know the Pesach says, V'alyovah B'chol Eisal Kadesh Mibesel Prechis, and it says, V'loyomus, the Pesach says that you can't go into the Kadesh Kedoshim if you don't have a specific purpose, and you're not doing an Avodah, and the Chiyah, you should be Chiyah Misa, because if you bring Kateris that are not the proper Kateris, then that is like a B'yirikonis, because you didn't do an Avodah at all. The Gemara answers, In a Chinami, in a regular case, if you had a maze that you went inside without having proper terrorists and you knew that you're not allowed to do that, then in a Chinami you'd have Misa B'day Shemayim. But over here, the Kain Gadol went into the Kodesh Kedoshim, he didn't realize that a Bay Reconnaissance would be also, and he was maze Baktara, he realized that this was not a proper Torah because there wasn't a Mala Ashen or there wasn't another ingredient in it, and therefore he had Misa B'day Shemayim only for the Torah and not for the Bay Reconnaissance. Ashi gives us a second tarot. I feel tame his bazoo bazoo. You'll be talking about over here. You're amazing on the Biri Kanis and you're amazing on Tara. But going to Ayoshte Akaris, you actually brought in two amounts of Kataris. Akashlema, one was a complete Kataris. It had the Malosh and had all the ingredients. Bakas Khasera, and one didn't have all the proper ingredients. Abila Mikhaib on going into the Kaj Kadashim for no purpose, Nakhaib, to Ayla Shlema, Lamaisi brought in a proper amount of Kataris. But Akhtar Mikhaib, the Kamakata Khtara Khasera, but Lamaisi Bihaib on bringing a Haktara. Of Kateris that were chasa because Lamaisa, the second time you brought the Kateris, they were chasa. And we continue with the Gemara. Oh, Mama, we just learned before. How do you know they have to place this ingredient called Malashin, this herb, which made sure that the smoke went up in a pillar? Tamalayman, the Pasuk says, Bechisa. So, Fet Gemara, Krala Kra, how does the Brisa just say a Pasuk to bring us the same exact thing that we just learned a moment ago? Because the Gemara said that Chum said back to Sulaikim, and came, Malashin. So, we had a Pasuk that says, 
pasuk already that taught us that we place the mala ashen in the kfaris, and then it says right afterwards So it seems like we're having two different psukim for the same din. Rabbi Yisrael says, "How come it is what it meant to say?" The only thing you see from here is that you're allowed to use the leave of the mala ashen. How do you know that you could even use the root of the mala ashen? Therefore, we have a second pasuk that you could use either the alloy or the root. So the mashmais of the gemara is that the best thing to you is the, is the leave of the mala ashen, but you could use the root as well. So I'm going to buy a buyer says for ipchatani we actually have a brayso that's mashpo pumpfakert the tani because we have a brayso nosim bo ikam mala ashen hoi matam va ilukimakol ad shemagil shmei kera that you place into the kteris this spice or this ingredient called mala ashen and then the kteris and the smoke would go up like a stick like a rod until it got to the beams of the ceiling so it went up directly to the ceiling kim shemagil shmei kera once it got up all the way to the top of the ceiling mimash mishviyoyer bekaisalim after the smala bayis ashen and then it was forced over and down towards the walls and went down the walls and then eventually the entire Kodesh Kedoshim or the entire area where the Kedoshim were they actually became filled with smoke this Pasuk in Yishayin says that the house which means the Kodesh Kedoshim was filled with smoke so we see from this Brayser that they were placing it the Ikam Malashim which is the root of the Malashim what the Brayser should really say is that first we would think there was only the root of the Malashim that you could place in how do you know you can place the leave of the Mala Ashim Minayim? Tamalim Vichisa, that's why we need the second Pasuk. Rashi says differently, and he says that from the first Pasuk, we'd only think that maybe only in the Eil Meir you had to add in the special ingredient of the Mala Ashim. But Shiloi, but by the Mishkan Shiloh, by Basin Mikdash, both by Swish and by Shani, Minayim, Tamalim Vichisa, that's why we need the second Pasuk. Fred Gemara, hi, this din that the Shiloi and Basin Lama was exactly like the Mishkan, we know from another Pasuk that said, Vichini Asal Eil any place where the Shechitna rests and not Dafka in the Mishkan, then all these dinim apply. So the Gemara says, that you might think this is only on Yom Kippur, when you're doing the Keteris on Yom Kippur, then you have to have Malashan. But how do you know that the rest of the year, when the Kain would bring the Keteris every single day, half in the morning by the Tamshil Shach and half by Ben Abayim, how do you know that you also had to have Malashan as one ingredient? That's why the Pasuk says, one Pasuk is telling you that's a mitzvah to do it this way, and one pasuk is la'akim. As we know by kachim, you always have to have two psukim in order to show that it's la'ikuva. Now Taisa just points out, and he answers over there. Tamely, my itzukol la'akim hachuk k'sivu We know everything that says b'negei yom kippur. Everything was ma'akim because it says the word kuka. I in Taisa's Rava Amar Chadol Inish V'Chadol Azara. Rava says that every time we have an Inish, and over here we have misbenei shemayim, we always need an Azara. Rashi explains that the pasuk of val yavi kippur anim that's the Azara. The chisa anim v'layamas that's the Inish. Now Rashi. Points out in the Pasuk of Al Yavai and it says Kiba Anan a Royal Kapuris over there it actually says Vilayamas as well. Rashi says that the words Vilayamas is not going on the Azara and not putting in the proper ingredients into Kataris, but that's going on Bia Rikonis as the Pasuk over there says Val Yavi Bichal Ace Ella Kaidish. And this turret of Rava is the Tanya, like we have in the Brice, Rabalaza Ima Vilayamas, Oynish, Kiba Anan Ira, Azara. Maybe these two Psukim, which are in Achimais, were said before Aaron's children died. And maybe you'll understand from here, like Rashi says, Maybe the reason why they died is because they brought Kataris, but didn't actually have the Mala Ashan in the Kataris as one of the ingredients. And that's why the Psukim talk about it after we're talking about Achri Moshneb Dayaran. And that word says, that this Issa came only after the two Bnei died, and therefore this Issa wasn't around prior to them dying, so it can't be that that's why they died. And now, if it says Achri Moshneb Dayaran, this is after Nadavavavu 
died. So Maybe both of these psukim were said after another review already died. Tamalayma, the Pasuk also says, keep an that the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu will appear to the Klai Yisrael was only through the Keteris. And therefore you see by this Pasuk that HaKadosh Baruch Hu never appeared yet. He was saying, I will appear in the future, but I didn't appear yet. So therefore it can't be that both of these psukim were said after Mishishmeim Le'aron, because we know already says over there, so we saw, so we saw that Hakadosh Baruch already appeared to Klai Yisrael prior to the Avera of Nadavavu. The Gemara says, "How Ketzat Azar Kaidem Misa." The Azar happened before the Misa of Nadavavu. For Inish Acha Misa, and the Inish came after Misa. So the Gemara, "My Talmuda, Amrava Amakra, Kiba Ananira, Vadai Lanira." What is the Pshat? As we explained, that only through the Klaris will Hakadosh Baruch appear to Klai Yisrael, and therefore it's Mashba that until that point Hakadosh Baruch didn't appear, and a Muktum Muchabatari. This pasuk is actually out of order because although this pasuk is brought in Pashas Achrimais, which is after another Bavu already died, but as we just proved, Lemaisa the Azara portion happened before another Bavu died. The Gemara continues, "Well, my time Yadish. If it's true that the Azara and the Oynish did not come prior to Misa Shnei Bnei Aaron, therefore can't be that that's why they died. So what's the reason that they had the Oynish? Here the Tanya has we have the Brayso Rabbeinu Oymel Misa Bnei Aaron Elah Hashaher Elah Misha Rabban that the only reason why the children of Aaron another Bavu died was because they passed Halach in front of the Rabbi Moshe, even though they were correct, they still had this Oynish of Misa Maidarish. What was the drush that they made? The Pasuk says, V'nasu be Aaron HaKoyin, Eishalom Mizbech, the children of Aaron HaKoyin should place fire onto Mizbech, Av Bishay Eishayerdish bin Shemayim, even though fire came down automatically and miraculously from Shemayim, still mitzvah lovim in a hadith, there's still a mitzvah to bring it from a hadith. You have to bring your own fire and you can't just rely on the Eish min Shemayim, on the Eish that came miraculously. Now Tyson points out, that there are many other reasons that are brought down in many different places, either in Shas or Medrashim, as to why other Benaviyu died. The Gemara continues, We said when the Kayin Gadol walked out of the Kaddish Gadashim, he would go the same way he came in. However, he would walk backwards. The Pasuk says, That Shlomo came to the Bama, which was in Givon Yushlaim. Now, how can you say that Shlomo was in Givon and Yushlaim at the same time? They were very far apart from each other. Therefore, we are makish that when he went away from Givan and went back to Yishlaim, it's similar to when he was coming from Yishlaim to Givan, because that's where the bummer was at that time, and that's where Shlaim and Melch broke a So, Ma Biyasim Yishlaim Givan, Pan of Klapi, Bama, Kederach Biyasai, just like when he came from Yishlaim to Givan, his face was towards the bummer because he was going in that direction. That also, when he went back from Givan to Yishlaim, he also had his face towards the bummer, which was towards Givan at that time. And that's where the bummer was, and he went backwards. And therefore, the Bryce says the same applies to Kahanim when they do not avoid it. When they go away from the base of Migdash, that they didn't actually turn their face and walk away from the Kaddish Baruch Hu with their backs towards the Kaddish Gadash and towards the Kaddish. What they did was they turned to the side, which means they walked backwards and a little bit towards the side. This way they could see where they were going, and then they went out. Also, Tama that goes away from his Rebbe. The same idea. They shouldn't walk away by turning your back towards your Rebbe, but you should turn and go a little bit backwards and a little bit to the side and go away from your Rebbe. When Rabbi Lazar would go away from Rabbi either he would leave Rabbi or Rabbi would depart from him. When Rabbi would be leaving and going away from Rabbi Rabbi would stand in his place as a sign of respect and he would actually be bowing down until Rabbi could not be seen anymore. Again, when Rabbi Lazar would leave from in front of Rabbi 
Rebbechel, and he would be traveling, then he would actually walk backwards until he couldn't see Rebbechel's face anymore. Then Rebbechel, who was a Tom Rebbechel, would leave from in front of Rebbechel, he would walk backwards until he would bag his feet into the threshold, and therefore would cause himself to bleed, and it got blood on the threshold and on the steps of Rebbechel's house. And we turned it off in Gimel Bez, so they went and told Rabbi this is what Rav is doing. And Rabbi Yisif, of course, was a saggy nun. He was blind and he couldn't see. And therefore, they have to tell him. Now, you see from here that the cover for your Rebbe also pertains, even if your Rebbe never sees it. So Rabbi said, that this person, his head should be lifted up on the entire city, which means that he should become the Rashiba, as Rashi says. And Rabbi Nechanan says that the Allah should be like Rav everywhere in Shas. As we know, Rav and Abayah, all over Shas, and we only pass like Abaya, Bial Kagam, only in six places, and in other places in Shas Lachar, Allah would be like Rav as well. Now that we're discussing you know, a person going away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the base of Middash, we also say, I'm a spouse, someone that's diving is in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you have to go back with three steps, and then you say goodbye to HaKadosh Baruch Hu by saying Shalom. When you do take these three steps backwards after you finish Menesrei, you should stay there for a moment and not go back right away as Rashi says and the shear that we do is up to four Amis the amount it would take to walk four Amis Moshe Talmud it's like a Talmud and Niftim Rabbi is going away from his Rebbe and if he goes and returns right away back to his Rebbe it's similar to a dog that goes back to eat up his throw up now the idea is that if you're doing that then it shows that you really didn't give this cover to your Rebbe and therefore it's not proper time how can we learn to the Bryce similarly Someone that's davening at the end, he has to go backwards for three steps. And then he says, Shalom. If you don't do that, then it's almost like you didn't daven. And from Shmaya, they said, They actually say Shalom to the right side, and then you say to the left side. We see that everything is more powerful from the right side, that the Torah came from Akhazbarach's right side. But also says, That your enemies will fall a thousand to your left side and 10,000 to your right side. So you see, again, the right side is more chashiv and stronger. And like Rashi says, mazikin, that your right side could handle 10,000 mazikin. Why do you need two psukim? Why do you need a And you also need a psukim. You might think that the only reason Kodesh Baruch Hu gave the luchas with his right hand is like Rashi says, that the right side of a person is mumuchan to use. But it's not really chashivus. So aside from the pasuk that's in Devarim, we also bring Tashma Yipul Mitzitzchela from Devarim We bring a pasuk from Teilim. Rabbi Chazi Labai the Yav Shlomo Lemina Bereisha. Rabbi was the Rebbe of Abaya. He saw that he would go and sing Shalom to his right side first. So Rabbi said Misavu Lemina Didcha L'Small Didcha Kamina. When I said that you should go to your right side and say Shalom first, I didn't mean to your right side. I meant that you should bow towards your left side. Have you mean Shal Kach which is the right of Hakadosh. As Rashi says, because if someone's davening, you should see and you should visualize yourself that in front of Hakadosh Baruch and the shchin is right in front of you. Shenema shevisi Hashem lenegni samid. I'm Rav Chiyah Bred Rav Huna Chazinu Labaya Virava. I saw Abaya Rav the pasul shalosh psir psikuriachas when they went back after Shemesh and they took three steps backwards. They did it while they were bowing down to show covered to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Mishnah said it was about to be kitzar beisachitzayin that the kohen gadol after he finished that void of the kitzar in the kodesh gadashim he'd walk into the kodesh. And he would say a short tefillah. The Gemara says, "My matzli, what tefillah would he say?" Rav 
Ravada, Ravin by Ravada, Tavayo Mishpid Rav, they both said the name of Rav, Amri, that he would say, he wrote from Flech Hashem Okeno, that this year should be very rainy and it should also be very hot. Is being very hot a Milo? If this year is very hot, take a Shuman and it should be a lot of rain in order to counterbalance it and make sure that we have good crops. Rav Yehuda said that the Kohen Gadol would actually continue with his Tefillah and he would say that the Malchus should not disappear from Yehuda as the Pasuk says. This is exactly that type of that Pasuk. And Klai Yisrael should not have to take Panos from each other. They should have enough money by themselves. And also the Tefillahs of the people that travel should not come in front of you and cause it that it shouldn't rain enough in the world. The Gemara now brings a story to show that someone that's traveling could have an effect on the rain in the world. As we see, who, as we know, was a great tzaddik, and it says that the entire world was and Rabchanina himself that all he needed was one kav of for the entire year, and we know that he was very poor, and he didn't have any sons. So he was traveling on the road, all of a sudden rain started pouring on him. He said, that could it be that the entire world is relaxed because they're getting rain from their fields, and Hanina, who the entire world is Nizam because of his Bitsar, so Pasuk Mitra didn't rain stop. When he got to his house, now there's a problem because the world needs rain to have sustenance, and Hanina is going to be relaxed in his house because I don't need sustenance and I don't need any rain for my fields because I don't have fields, as Rashi said. Also, Mitra, at that point, the rain started coming. You see, Rabbanin Bedeis' Tfilis was so strong that he even beat out the davening and the Tfilis of Kain Gadol Lefnai Leflim on Yom Kippur. Now we said in our Mishnah that the Kain Gadol will only say Tfilik Sarah because otherwise the people that are outside and the other Kayanim will get nervous about him that maybe something happened to him. Tanur Abba, we learned Ma'is B'Kain Gadol Echad was a Kain Gadol Shaherich B'Tfilas and he was davening very long that all the Kayanim decided that they're going to go inside to check on him and Shilohim Nechlasim they started going inside and Lamaisi came out. They said to him, Why did it take so long to daven? Is it so bad by you that I daven for you and on the base of English that it shouldn't be destroyed? They said, You shouldn't do this. Because we learned, You see how important is and making sure that Klai Yisrael wasn't nervous that even on the holiest day of the year, on Yom Kippur and in the Kodesh Kedoshim during Davida, we still were concerned not to be Mavis Yisrael, not to get them nervous. We continue with our Mishnah. Mishnita Aaron, once the Aaron was no longer in Bayashini, as we learned before, that it was already removed from the bias. So Evan Hishamim, they found an Evan under the Aaron, under that area, that was there from the time of the Nevi'im Mishnah, Rashi says, from the time of David and Shmuel, who should see a in the grass, and it was called the foundational stone, because it was Shemimenes Yasin Oilam, that this was the foundation of the world. Gavayim and Arishalash's place, and it was above the ground, three at place, and then on that area, they would place the shovel of the coals with the tires. Not as Adam and Mishra and Maris, after he would finish, he would go outside a Kaish and a Kaish Kudashim. He would take the dam from the person who was standing there, as we said before, that was mixing the dam in order that it shouldn't be Nikrash and it shouldn't be congealed. Then he went back into the Kaish Kudashim and he stood again between the Badim, which was between the Aran, or at least in that spot in Bayashenim, because of course there was no Aran and there were no Baina Badim at that point. And then he would spray towards the Makam of the Kapayus, which is the covering on top of the Aaron, one time above and seven times below. And the Kayim Gadol would dip his finger into the dam eight times, one time he'd spray above and seven times below. But, but the blood never actually 
went onto the kapara. So it didn't go onto the urn. It went in front of the urn and it went onto the floor. And therefore, when you were spraying, you didn't have to make sure that it hit the top of the urn and then other parts of the urn below that. But you did it like a matzlev, like a whip when giving malchus. As we'll see in the Gemara, the way that Bezdin would give malchus was they would hit the person on his back on the top and then they would go further down each time they would hit him another time would be at a lower point. So by the Azoyis on Yom Kippur that the Kain Gadol would be spraying towards the Kaparis of the urn, he would do one time which was higher and then each individual time for the next seven times he would subsequently go down a little bit further each time. And he counted each time. Achas, the first time he did above he said one. Then he said Achas Achas one is above and one is a little bit below. Achas Then he said one and two. Achas Ushalosh Achas Vabo Achas Vachomish Achas Vashesh Achas Vashava each time he would count it out. Yotzav Nichol Kan and then the Kohen Gadol would go out with the cup of blood and he placed the remnants of the cup of blood on the gold platform which was in the Kodesh. Then they brought him the Sar Lashem, Shachta, he did the Shechita, Vekibu Mizuk Hazdame, and he was Makabal the blood in the cup, Nichlis Lamakush Nichlis, then he went back into the Kodesh Gadash, and he stood Bain Abadim, Vehizimeno, and he did another spring of that blood, Achas Lamadav, Vesheva Lamadav, Kachayimoyna, again he did the same thing, Achas, 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 Shtaim, etc. Yotzev Nichal, Kanazav, Hashedi, Shebehechal, and then he went out and he placed it on the second gold platform that was in the Kodesh Rabbi Yudaimah, Loya Yisham El Kanachabad, there was actually only one gold platform in the Kodesh, and therefore, in order to make sure to place the Damasar onto that platform, not the Damasar, the Kohen Gadol would actually have to take the blood of the par first off of the platform, and then he would place the Damasar back on the platform. So there was only one space for Dam, but it was only one Dam that was on there at one time. Then he took the Damasar and he sprayed it towards the Prechus, which was towards the Aram Bechutz, but on the outside. So he was standing in the Kodesh and he was going and pouring and spraying the blood on the Prechus on the outside. He did this again one time towards the Prechus above and seven times a little bit lower than that. Again, he was not miscaven to do it on the Prechus itself and not above and below. It was just saying that he should do it a little bit higher and then lower each time. The same thing they would count Achas, 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 etc. Not the Damasar. And then he again went and he picked up the Damasar and he placed down the Damasar. And then he did again the same thing with the Damasar. And he sprayed the Damasar towards the Prechus, which was connected with the area of the urn that was in the Kaddish Kedoshim, but he was, he was outside, once again he did, one above, and then seven, each time a little bit lower, then he took the Dama part, and he actually poured it, into the blood of the Sar, and now they were mixed up together, and then as Rashi explains, that the Gemara of Farish, the Gemara will explain this term, that then afterwards, once he had, the Dama part, and the Dama Sar, that was mixed up together with the cup, now we take that full cup of blood, which had the blood of the power and blood of Sarah, and he poured it into an empty cup in order to mix it even better, and we will stop over here.